Welcome to the Vandy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Lee. Our guest today, Seabass of WNWS in Jackson, Tennessee. We will talk about basically the cancellation of everything, which happened within minutes before we did this podcast. This episode is presented by Wellspire, Nashville's Learning and Development Center. Wellspire offers personal and professional development opportunities in a beautiful facility in the Gulch neighborhood. Stop by for an event with world-renowned speakers or host an off-site event that will wow your team or your clients. We also thank our co-sponsor, the Well Coffee House, which turns coffee into water, has a mission to bring clean water to the world. Today's news presented by Sutherland and Belk, an SEC sports-loving injury firm in Nashville. These guys will shoot you straight on your rights and options when you've been injured in an accident. Call them at 615-846-6200 to get your questions answered. You can also visit them online at sbinjurylaw.com. Well, where do you start? Vanderbilt's basketball season ends in the SEC tournament with a loss to Arkansas. The Commodores may have played their final baseball game of the year in a midweek win over Toledo. Since then, everything has just gone crazy. The NCAA has canceled the NCAA tournament. It has canceled the College World Series. The SEC has canceled regular season play through the end of March. We do not know where this is going next, and that will be the talk of today's podcast. Seabass appears on our guest line, which is brought to you by Bowen Branch, started by Vanderbilt graduates Scott and Missy Tannen. Had no clue how comfortable sheets could be till I got these. They are fair trade certified, meaning they are made under safe conditions by men and women treated and paid fairly. Try them for a month. You can return them for free, but you won't want to. Once you get these sheets, try the mattress. That was voted the best mattress of 2018. Go to BowlinBranch.com. That's spelled B-O-L-L. Enter the promo code Vandy and get $50 off your first set of sheets. Seabass joins us on a Thursday afternoon. Man, I'm losing track of the days. and Frankly, hard to keep track of anything anymore. Things are happening so quickly. I don't even know what to say anymore. I've never seen anything like what is going on. I have so many thoughts. I don't know where to begin. Uh, but first of all, I want to wish you well. Hope you are well. Wish our audience well. Um, I'm sad on so many levels for so many things right now. Um, and, and in the midst of it, um, I've got a family medical emergency in my own immediate family. Uh, it, it's not a coronavirus, or coronavirus thing. But anyway, I've rambled. I'm, I'm just in shock at what's going on. Yeah, it feels like we're in, stuck in a movie, doesn't it? Uh, it's uh, This is the podcast you never thought you'd do, right? You know, I mean, it's funny. A few days ago or a few weeks ago, I've just been thinking, you know, has Vanderbilt Sports all just been burning down? What's the future of that? I never dreamed I wouldn't have a beat to cover this soon, though, for other reasons. This is, I, I don't know, the, 
it's hard to know how to react to things in the middle of it, but this just seems like the biggest sports story of our lives. I mean, I guess it has to be. Well, and, and I saw you say something on, on post about uh, imagine having to do this for a living. Well, I don't have to imagine. <laughs> I do it too. Uh, in fact, I'll do it when I get done with this uh, tonight. And, uh, of course, also do a, a, a morning show that features whatever in the world it is you want to talk about. It's not a sports show. And, uh, I mean, like as far as tonight goes, I mean, and nobody feels sorry for because you don't have sports to talk about. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's appropriate. I mean, you can only say, I, mean, I have a two-hour show. You can go and say, okay, everything's canceled. Next. You know, and then what about tomorrow night and then Monday night and all of next week? And all of that week, um, I, this is uh, I, th- th- this is a new one on me. And you know, wh- wherever you stand on it, uh, correct reaction, a little too late, overreaction—I don't know. Um, all of a sudden, the thing that we do for a living—I guess this doesn't, doesn't seem all that important. Well, yes and no. I think there's a lot to be said for the mundane things in life or whatever you want to call this that just help people get through their days. There's been many times where I've thought what I do is not that important. But I think God puts you in places and spaces for a reason. And to the guy out there who's having a rough day who has enjoyed our podcast or things we've written at times, I think that's where kind of God gives you your station in the world for whatever reason. It may not be the things like doctors are doing right now or nurses which my wife is one so I don't ever put what we do on that level but I do think it's got a role in the world there's been so many thoughts that have raced through my head I guess I want to start here I hate the politicization of all this I mean I don't understand when life or death things became a political issue. I don't understand why. That's a whole other topic. My stance on this whole thing has been I don't really judge the people that have canceled things and events because making my call on these things is not my area of expertise. I think you have to be safe. I think this is a scary thing. I think a lot of it's a mystery. But for that reason, because of the element of the mystery, I don't understand canceling the College World Series like they've just done within the past 30 minutes as we do this podcast. I mean, this thing is such an unknown. I have no issue with what's been done so far in terms of the coming horizon. I don't understand what is to be gained by canceling something in the middle of June at this point. I mean, maybe it will turn out to be the right decision, but that's a decision that could have been late later anyway. I just think this thing's a total wild card, and I don't understand the rush to go beyond the immediate horizon. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it, it does. I I did not know that until you just mentioned that about the College World Series. So, in effect, the college baseball season is over then, correct? I mean, I would presume the announcements with a canceled championships, I guess that you could go on and play and – you could see some conference series. I mean, it would seem kind of pointless, but I guess you could continue to play ball. I don't, to my knowledge, that has not been changed. 
So, I, I guess you could, but I'm, I'm just stunned by all this. I really am. I, I don't know how to react. I mean, I mean, I know how to react. I, so many things about this make me sad. Um, and all those pale in, condi- in, in comparison to life and death stuff, but I think of how many kids and parents and coaches have worked their lives for these moments and all these schools that just won a game in the NCAA tournament and are going to get to go to March Madison and experience that for the first time. Or like when I was a kid, you know, my dad surprised us. He got his tickets to the Sweet 16 in Detroit and just all those times of bonding and things that you work towards and all that. And it's just all gone. And again, all that compels pales in comparison to life and death and health. But I think there's an appropriate time of mourning for those things too. No doubt. Plus you got to remember sports goes a long way in giving us a release from daily life. You know what I mean? You look forward to the things and look again, it's not a comparison of what's more important in life, but just the thought of, you know, Hey, (laughs) there may not be a masters. There may not be a Kentucky Derby. Will the NFL draft happen? The college baseball season looks like it's in effect been canceled. All spring athletics, it, they they don't exist. You you are looking at a at a life without sports right now. With a lot without a lot of things, but just I mean I've never been able to put my mind around that. But just think that's that's the reality that we're facing is, you know, there is no there is no sports. I, I mean, we we all need I distractions. Know, I don't know and what to do with that. Some of the I don't nicest, know what to do with some of the nicest correspondents I've gotten over the years are from people that were in bad situations or whatever, and they've said, you know, I'm just appreciative that I have your podcast or whatever to listen to for, you know, once a day or whatever, or something to read or something distract me from this or that that's going on in my life, and. There, there is a role for this stuff. I mean, it's not life and death, but it does matter. And how do we go about the business of just putting one foot in front of the other uh, without those things? And I just wonder, what does a life without that stuff look like? Without things that provide us fun and joy and connectivity and I think all the things that God put us on the earth for. Yeah, I mean, forget the fact that that's the stuff that pays my rent, man. It's, 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 I mean, it's such a huge part of my life and many people's lives in so many different ways. And, and just to think that there's a possibility that, you know, and look, I mean, I don't think this is the end of sports forever. I mean, and, you know, who knows, Chris, in three weeks, everything could look completely different and, and, and for the positive, for all, you know. None of us have ever really been here before, but I, I don't want to think about a, a world and a life that, where, where those things don't exist. Where I don't have that to look forward to, the big game coming up, the, you know, the draft, you know, the, all the things that lead up to it, to, to know that for the immediate future, none of those things are going to be, uh, they're just not going to be, I just, I don't, I, I mean, honestly, I'm battling a little bit. I just, I don't, I don't know what to do with it. Now, baseball has Major League Baseball. I think the one thing they've done is what they've back opening day two weeks. Right? Is that right? That last I saw, I, unless anything, because keeps stuff keeps breaking every five minutes. But last I saw, uh, their plan was to back it up at least two weeks, at least for the moment. 
You know, I'm thinking there's really nothing to compare this to. The closest thing, and it's not even remotely alike that I can think of and the way this sort of feels is 9-11, but totally different for many different reasons. From a sports perspective, we've seen baseball seasons canceled twice in our lives. You saw it in, what was it, 1980 or 81, whichever one it was, 81. And then, of course, in 95, 94, the 94, which came in mid-August. So I think the one in 80, or excuse me, 81 was more like, um, I think they missed like 60 games. It was longer. Either way, I remember how that felt and just how weird the summer was and how not that life is empty without sports or baseball, but I'm thinking of those times and what it was like, even those those were so long ago. And I just think of a part of my life that's so near and dear to me being gone like that was just hard to deal with. Oh yeah, and I'm sitting there I'm sitting there thinking while you're talking, like and I'm thinking about what what do I say to people tonight when I'm doing the show? Because the one thing I don't want to do is make somebody feel guilty for talking about sports right now. You know, with the obviously bigger life issues, uh, is it, it, how to go about handling that. You know, somebody wants to call in and talk about sports. I mean, just be able to do that without uh, feeling guilty, right? Yeah, and I don't think you'll have any issue with people talking the rest of this week. I mean, I think our message boards will be active with things. And I find that things in times like this tend to bring people together a little bit more. That is my sincere hope for this, and I'll get back to some of that later. But the weird thing is going to be thinking about months ahead. And it's weird. This comes at an odd time. I am about to take a family vacation to Destin, and it's a much-needed one. And I was literally about to do this anyway. I don't think I've ever done this. I've run the site since '03. I don't think I've ever just unplugged I think for my well-being, I was about to do that anyway for about eight or nine days, like not even check the site, not write, just turn it over to Sean, no podcasting, which now this makes it way easier to do. Um, but man, I mean, th- it's, it's weird to think about, and especially, you know, the, the Vanderbilt layer of complexity on top of this is a whole different thing, and I thought that's what a lot of this podcast would be about today. I'd, that almost seems immaterial at the moment, but there's a good part of me going, what do I do when I'm a freelancer and my income depends on sports? I mean, you at least get a salary, and it's still going to be a challenge for you in a different way, but there's a lot of people out there like me that everything I do is dependent on advertising and subscriptions, and there's just going to be nothing to cover. And, I mean, that alone right there is the kind of thing that can lead you to career change. Yeah, I mean, I, if you were coming to me for advice today, I, you know, we, you, all, you and I often talk about stuff, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I would not know what to say. As again, as everybody knows, we are in uncharted territory. You know, we, we, we just are. What's it been like being on the air today? 
Um, you know, and the the morning show is not a sports show, so it's and and I'm just a co-host on it. So it's you know there was uh, it's a three hour show, so I would say two hours. Now we have something called a text line, which people also text in the show, and you know an hour of it was a little bit more levity and stuff like that because you just you got to do it. You just can't keep beating yourself, you know, beating it to the ground and just wear everybody down. But, uh, boy, the reactions are just so across the board that it, it's, it's hard, you know, to take a, you know, you take all the stance in which you feel, but I mean, think about it, Chris, you've got a faction of people. You got the group that says, dear God, you people, you know, this is nothing. Stop panicking. Then you've got the ones that the, the earth is, uh, that the sky is falling. And then the people that are in between and then you get people that don't carry the way that they like to make fun of it with memes and Facebook posts. And, and so uh, there's, there's so many different angles that people are coming at this with, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, I think the only thing you can do is, you know, is be responsible and, 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 and put your thoughts out there and give people the opportunity, uh, the, the, the platform to, uh, to express the, to express what they're thinking. I think your yeah, dogs have a platform to express what they're thinking. Uh, well, yeah, Mr. Bean don't play that stuff, man. Right. Dr. Sheldon Cooper is a straight-up gangster. And if you come by his door, he's going to let you know it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's it was it was more today about just letting people express themselves. But a lot of – I mean, I would say probably, even though there were several different uh, uh, opinions being expressed, I think the, the overwhelming one was everybody else is stupid. You, you know what I mean? And you're going to get a lot of that. That person has the answer figured out. They know what's really going on and everyone else is stupid. Okay. I'm going to get on a soapbox for a minute. And this is as close to political as I'll ever get. I'm really not going to be political. I think once you hear it, it'll make sense. But I think one thing the world could use a lot more of is humility. Like how do, how do any of us have the grounds to know any of this stuff? I mean, you see doctors that say this is overblown. You say you see them that are, are making catastrophic claims. Again, I don't know how we know any of this. We don't have a model for this. I'm really, I have no idea where this is headed. No idea, which is why I'm on the side of I'm fine with canceling stuff for a few weeks. I'm not fine with canceling stuff long term because. That presumes a knowledge we don't have. And again, once we get to that point, that's all going to be canceled anyway. The way the news media has done its job and the way people have reacted over the last really three or four years have really formed a lot of things that influence the way that I do my job. And I think I've said this on the podcast before. I've got an iPhone and I've got a news feed. And of course, it's all Trump all the time. That's not by design. That's just what everybody writes about these days. And you have... Trump does something, and, and literally half the stuff on my phone is, he's an idiot. And then 
the other half is this is a conspiracy. And I'm like, it's, there's literally like no middle ground. And I don't take a stance on it one way or the other. Um, I didn't vote in the last election. I probably won't vote in the next one either because I'm just fed up with it all. And what I'm really fed up with is the lack of nuance and the lack of truth. I don't watch the news that much anymore because I don't know who to trust. Everything seems to come uh, with an agenda. Headlines seem to almost be pre-written. And where I really get upset is in moments like this, where again, there is no in-between. I'm like, what world do people live in that there cannot be an in-between in a situation like this where we literally do not know what in the world is coming next? And Mm -hmm. it makes me angry because how much important stuff gets tuned out just because we cannot trust what's presented in front of us. I mean, either (laughs) have we gotten to where everything is such an extreme all the time? That's what I do not get. I mean, is is there not room for truth? How do we get to where we life and death issues where if you vote for this party, you take this side. If you vote for that party, you take another. I mean, the, the, the extremes could not be more extreme and more apart from each other. And like, why is it we have no middle ground anymore? Why does, why do facts, why do those things just not matter anymore? Yeah, that's, which is crazy. You know, uh, one of the things that, that we were dealing with a little bit, very little, but there were some people uh, that were saying this morning, and, because, you know, the narrative is being driven that all of this, which is utterly ridiculous, is media driven. The country of Italy does not shut down because of the media. <laughs> yeah, all I know. The, this, this, is is, a, this stuff this drives me bananas. Thing. It's, an, it, it, it's not a United States thing. It's a world thing. And... You know, they. I had somebody text today say, you know, can we stop talking about this? People like you are the reason this thing is, is out of control. And I'm like, you really think this is what I want to be doing right now? You think I want to be talking about this, reporting about this? But if you don't do it, then, well, why aren't you reporting on this? <laughs> and so it's like, well, wait a minute you got a group over here saying that we're the reason for it all. And then, you know, we're reporting now there may be people out there on your television set that they're loving this from a media standpoint. And that's what they do. I ain't one of them. You know, this sucks. This sucks in every conceivable way. And I have zero agendas uh, of, of, of any kind, but at the same time, when this stuff got, when it breaks down, when everything's all done, that's who you go to to get the information. You're not just we're going to go out some little little bird whisper in your ear. You ain't got any idea. I mean, you're not going to have any. You got those connections. You need the 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 media is necessary, but a faction of the media has turned into something a monster. That's not what I did. We had a couple lumping us in that together today, and I'm like, wait a minute. If we don't report on this, first of all, somebody else is going to. And I say somebody, everyone is. That's the subject that everybody is talking about, regardless of where you are. Uh, but it kind of rubbed me the wrong way when they, uh, the assumption was that I'm enjoying this and trying to profit of it, because that is the last thing that is true. Oh, you have seen me catch the brunt of that over the last couple of months in the stuff that I'm working on. People, people make assumptions about you. People take shots at your character, your motivations. 
And I mean, I get why, but now the whole thing has infected all of us. Well, you can't even report a simple story or give your opinion on stuff without just people just unloading on you if they don't agree with it. I'm like, whatever happened to let's take the facts, let's sort them out, let's recognize there's room for opinion, let's recognize that if you ask me my opinion, I'm going to tell you, maybe right, may not be wrong, but... How has America gotten to the place where it is? I just don't understand any of this. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And, and the bravery of being out of range, saying things to people we would never say to in their to their face, you know, and and we have conversations and responses, you say, with memes instead of actual creative thought and, and conversation. It's 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 a. Uh, it's a it's an odd time to be alive, but, you know, I I. I don't know, Chris, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. I think the social phenomenon about this that'll be interesting. I think we were created for community and personal touch and being around each other. And the world has gotten increasingly isolationist where we sit in front of our phone. And I'm as guilty of as as much as anybody, okay? So this is not preaching. It just is what it is. And the keyboard and all those things have given us distance. And like you said, we get people say things that they wouldn't say to other people. I see it on the message boards all the time. I'm like, I see this guy and that guy fighting, and I know both of them. And I know that when I'm around both of them, I like them. And they're fun to be around, and they're engaging. And like if person A and person B weren't at each other's throats on the internet— and they just were sitting next to each other in a bar or restaurant, they'd probably get along. Um, so you have that whole dynamic of society that sort of is anonymous and social media's got our attention. And you have this world of Twitter out there that doesn't mirror the world that a lot of us live in. And it, it brings out the worst in people. And now that we are in a situation where isolation is going to be more or less encouraged for in the interest of public health, it's going to be really interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. I mean, I'm, I'm afraid I know the answer already, especially as polarized as the country is, and especially as people have taken sides on this issue, not because of the facts, but just because what they believe about everybody and their motives for reporting things. I don't know, man. I hope that there is something in this that brings about a healing and a better human nature in all of us. And that's what tragedy tends to do at times. I mean, you saw it shortly after 9-11. But now that it feeds in this whole dynamic uh, where we are not connected physically and in each other's presence immediately, but by the keyboard, uh, I just wonder if that's not going to make a lot of stuff worse. I don't know. I hope not, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to discount the possibility of that. Uh, but you know, but I, I do agree. Tough times do make people rally. I mean, look what happened in the six one five just last week, Chris, you know what I mean? I mean, something like that tends to do that. It did it happen here twice and it had that effect. The problem is, is that we don't, it's on to the next thing and then we forget about it, but something like this game changers like this, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it has a chance. Because uh, the one thing that I would say is you would talk about unification. 
unification was never as strong as it was September the 12th, 2001. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I mean we, we stopped, we <laughs> I mean, stopped fighting for a while and that was right after the election stuff that was really one of the more divisive things that I've lived through. And for about really a month or two, we just kind of all forgot about that. But then we just got right back to the business of fighting with each other again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is just so not what I'm about. So it just, you know, there are people that relish this opportunity for stuff like this. I'm not one of those. I don't enjoy this. I don't in, in, in enjoy finger pointing and getting after each other and, <laughs> you know, but, but, that's again, that's, that's where we're at right now. And I, I mean, how I, I, people are actually politicizing a virus. <laughs> I know it's just, it's just so sad. Virus? It is so sad because are, are matters of public health and safety, not in everybody's best interest, whether you and I think alike on anything or not. I, that's what, I don't understand how we got to this point as a country. Only it, man. I, I do not either. Let's talk sports. Let's see. I think right yeah. now the NBA has canceled the regular season. Suspended. Suspended. Unless, they, unless they've gone, you know, unless they've made another move today. But uh, the, the action last night was to suspend the season, not not full fledged cancel, and unless that has changed this afternoon. Well, I'm literally getting on Twitter. Um, is things break uh to see what else is going on but so okay hockey i think the regular season has been suspended yes nhl suspends the regular season effective today so we may less than a month ago in the season we may have playoffs in both uh so possibly so then there is the we've already talked about the NCA it looks like just everything's off. Yeah, um, and all these kids have to go home, you know, for all these campuses that are closing down, they all got to go home. Yeah, Vanderbilt told everybody yesterday you got to be out by Sunday. So I'm trying to think, I mean that creates a whole weird dynamic with the playoffs now. I mean, I guess maybe the <sighs> the closest thing that gives us a chance to get back to normal now is maybe golf, Major League Baseball, NASCAR. I don't know. Uh, well, I know NASCAR did something too. Uh, I'm not sure what, what, what it is. I know NASCAR did some type of cancellation, uh, but you, you got to start looking at golf as well. The NFL draft is what, six weeks from today in Las Vegas. I mean, yeah, you know, we had what 600,000 now, not, I'm, I'm not expecting, uh, Las Vegas to, to be able to, to match what, what happened in the six one five last year. But I mean, you know, what are we talking about here? I mean, cause now, cause think about this, I would assume that all pro days are canceled. Or, yeah. Or Vanderbilt has canceled. Be. It's yes. Yeah. So all these pro days are going to be canceled now. So and then, are you going to have a draft, you know, and, and it's, are you going to have one where nobody attends or are you even going to have one? You got cats who are, you got these college kids uh, who are going to be losing money themselves right now because they can't have a pro day. 
you know, the Kentucky Derby. I mean, you know, where thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are on top of each other and crammed in the field, in the field as well. You know, are, are, is that going to happen? That's what, what, what are we a month and a half away from that? You know, is the masters going to be played? You know, that's, I mean, there's, you know, is the NBA going to eventually, I mean, you got two infected players, at least two infected players that we know of for right now, which by the way, I saw a graph today that says, because, uh, the Gobert and, the, and Mitchell and the jazz play, whatever it is that you can connect all 30 teams to each other, as far as uh, potential exposure, like every player on every team, <laughs> you know, so, uh, I don't know I mean, the, I mean, the closest thing to anything I guess I can tell is that the Major League Baseball uh, is at this point for right now, at least is delaying the start of uh, the season for two weeks. MLS has suspended it for 30 days. I mean, and then what do you do if you get the all clear? Do you have all these? There's just like a whole host of questions now. In my mind, like, do you get kids a red shirt? You know, do you give them an extra year of eligibility right now or in the future? And if so, then that really screws with roster limits because you got a class of people on every team going out to make room for the ones coming in, right? Right. So do you allow temporary roster exemptions? I mean, like, that's the other thing. Like, how do you resolve that? Like, especially in baseball, where you'll see teams sign classes of 15 or more. But you might have some people that try to come back for another year that wouldn't because they missed the season. Like, how do you resolve that whole thing? That's going to be one interesting outcome of all this, is that, that problem that that creates. Yeah, and, and here's something else for you. Um, think about this. Now, even though it's a long way away, you know we have a we have a an early signing period now in football, right? Correct. Well, we also have official visits in the spring. You know, in in the spring semester now. Well, those are out. You know, so the, how does how does that go about affecting? You know, you know what I mean. Because once you once you get to the fall, I mean, these cats they're busy with their football seasons. You know, and, but the way that they've restructured thing now, having this this early signing period is is they 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 allowed them to be able to visit during the spring. That's gone. So how do you handle the early signing period now? Yeah, how do you does handle visits? Away? Does it go away? Does it? Do you? You know, I mean, I understand you have this the summertime and, and whatnot, but even in those, they're camping, you know, and and doing another and doing other stuff. This was an opportunity for them uh, for official visits and whatnot. And you know, of course, for the Commodores, football wise, June has always been a monster month. That's when you say it's probably the month for Vanderbilt football recruiting. I mean, it has been. Well, and let me throw another yeah, thing no. at you here, okay? How do you handle it when? Some kids are taking visits because you got some campuses that are still open, and then you got other places like Vanderbilt that are just shut down. How do you 
deal with all that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, these are questions that, uh, you know, that, 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 that have to be asked. And there's a lot of questions that we don't even realize are questions yet. You know, the, we'll think about them later on. Uh, but gosh, I mean, you know, the opportunity for coaches to evaluate and all the stuff. I mean, now I'm a guess, right? Hmm. I'm sorry I lost you there for a second. Yeah, so is is faculty going to be on campus? Do we know about that? No, Vanderbilt is having all of its classes online. Oh, you yeah, mean, I mean like, like will they the take foot, office hours? Yeah. That, that's a good question. I, I mean, well, like I would the think football not. football program and, you know, is the yeah. football office open? You know, any of that. I That's a you great know, question. I, I don't know how you – I mean, I don't know why – if you tell students not to be there, why would you tell faculty to be there? Why would you have administrative you know, you offices open? That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't, and the answer is I don't know, you know, and, and, and so even if this thing gets rectified sooner than later, I mean, there's still going to be a backlog of a whole bunch of stuff, you know, that's going to cause issues. Right? And again, not, I, I'm well aware that that's not the primary concern here, but I mean, life will go on and these things will happen. And, and, you know, the structures is just going to be all out of whack. And I don't know how any of that, how that's going to be handled. And I know that the NCAA, again, that's not at the forefront for them, but somewhere down the line, these are things that are going to be, need to be addressed. You know, and, and think about this, think about the, like when I was talking about the NFL draft and, and, and the pro days and, and whatnot, man. I mean, this this next month is as critical a part as there is, you know, when when it comes to the draft. This last month that, down the stretch, man, this is where the key decisions are made. And you know, I I don't I don't know what you do. I mean, as as an organization, how do you handle that? You know, not being able to go to pro days, and you've got some. I think, and I don't know if it was Major League Baseball. It might be baseball. Uh, where they they sent the scouts on the road home, sent them home. Understandably, but sent them home nonetheless. I'm just gonna talk out loud for a minute. I feel. Oh, I was hoping you 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 talk well. You know, until <laughs> you just keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's yeah. <laughs> makes for interesting podcasting that way. But I guess I feel guilty. Here I am because I know that again, in the scope of things, when you're talking human lives and stuff, it's all trivial, and I, I don't dispute that. But at the same time, this is my favorite month of the year. I mean, I have gone through one heck of a winter with the stuff I've been covering, and it's frankly, it's been depressing. Um, And this is always the time of the year that I circle because you – you live in this area of the country, and like from December through February, the sky is just gunmetal gray for three months straight, right? And right. it's cold and wet, and it's just just depressing. And this time of the season, I mean, the NCAA tournament is my favorite sporting event. Baseball is my favorite sport. And now, like the the time of the year that I most look forward to, and the time that I really, frankly, needed it more than ever right now. It's it just right now it's just gone and I'm struggling dealing with that. I mean, these are the things that I look forward to 
and circle on the calendar. The, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Before I did sports journalism full-time, I would take a couple days of my vacation every year. I might have two weeks, but I'd take two days to sit at home and watch the NCAA tournament. I mean, opening day, you just wake up with a spring in your step. And it's just, you start to realize how for granted you take little things like that and how much of a part of the fabric of your life those things are. And again, not to assign those things disproportionate a disproportionate place in the world of things. Um, but but it's stuff like that that a lot of times makes life work living and you take road trips with friends and you watch the tournament with buddies and just a whole part of our way of life is just for the foreseeable future not going to happen. And that's something I suspect I'm not the only one having a tough time coming to grips with right now. Or coming into work Monday and and comparing notes with all the coworkers about how many you how many you got right in the first round. Yeah, you know, and how many of your final fours are still alive, and what your overall record is. You know, and comparing notes. I mean, that's a pleasure to sure. You know, you know. I mean, think think about that, Chris. Think about that. Think how many times you've done that, man. Oh, man, Seton Hall killed me. You know, lost lost at the buzzer, and but I did pick Weber State. You know what I'm saying? That that type oh, of stuff. it's the fun of March. Yeah, happen. yeah. I know. Those are those. Or who those I got in my fantasy draft? Take or, place. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and by the we'll have our fantasy baseball draft. I think is scheduled next week. I'm gonna I'm the commissioner. I'm gonna do it just out of stubbornness, <laughs> if nothing else. Um, Listen, I don't care if we cancel the season. We're still we're, we're gonna have an imaginary <laughs> draft for a season that may never be played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Phenomenal. But, well, and, and I do this. My kids were home today. My wife is working, so they're out playing in the bonus room behind me. And, you know, my son is six, and it's already – I've already reached this thing with him. Like, he knows what I do for a living, so he sees me watching Vanderbilt games, and he's adopted them as his team. And he gets up in the morning, and, you know, my – my wife talked to him yesterday about, no, buddy, you can't watch the SEC tournament because it's after your bedtime and everything. And that brought him to tears. I mean, the, the kid just turned six. And, you know, he's, he's like totally undeterred by all the losing, right? Um, and, and I have some conflicting things about, like, watching him corrupt through <laughs> what that could bring. But, you know, that that's where his heart is, and he's already developed a love and a passion for this, where he gets up in the morning and he hadn't seen a game, and Dad, who won last night? And, you know, he's sitting there and he, like, he's fascinated with brackets. He's like, Dad, print me out an SEC tournament bracket. I'm going to pick all the winners and going through that. And he was asking me today, and, like, he couldn't grasp – you know, hey dad, how what about the bracket? Who's who's gonna buddy they've they've canceled it, you know? Well, what about the NCAA? buddy they've canceled it? You know, well what are they you know, and just haven't explained to him that like all these things that he looks forward to now kind of just broke my heart as a dad. What about uh I mean I they're in the middle of travel ball now, right? Is that right? Is this, this is travel. Yeah. This is the start of a travel ball. I guess 
Is that still on? Do, you know, have you, have you heard anything as far as that goes? I mean, I don't know. Our, our little league practice got canceled today. Yeah. I mean, I would presume a lot of that's going on. I mean, the, the logical question now is if you're canceling all these sporting events, how in the world can you hold school? In Williamson County, where I lived, already canceled it Thursday and Friday. It already canceled it Monday. We went to school Tuesday and Wednesday. Next week's our spring break, so we get a little bit of a buffer there. But, I mean, you have to think that's coming next. Now, then you start asking questions about church and going out to eat. And the next thing you know, <laughs> you're afraid to leave your house. <laughs> so that's. Well, I will tell you right now, we're going to Destin. We're leaving Saturday morning. I'm not letting that get in the way, unless it takes a dramatic turn. I'll be careful. I'm a compulsive, almost hand washer anyway. I don't believe in letting fear and panic rule your life to an extreme degree. I believe in common sense, and man, maybe I'm making a mistake there. I don't know, but again, there's certain things in life that are worth living. We've looked forward to this for so long. And God knows I need this vacation. Just to get away, we're going to see family. I mean, we won't do anything stupid. We'll be careful. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That That's the way I'm going to approach it. But what it. does that even mean? What does that even mean? You, mean? Know, you know, well, I'm just saying, uh, you know, we're not going to be stupid. We're going to be careful. Oh, I, mean, I mean, wash, wash that, your that, hands. That, that, and I get that. But, that, I mean, it could be just simple as, as going somewhere. Oh, I know. I I don't. That's not how I'm going to go about my life. I'm not going to let this paralyze me unless it becomes obvious that it has to. Right. I totally understand. And I I wouldn't try to talk you out of it anyway. I think it's probably the right thing to do, as you said, unless something takes a drastic turn. But here's what I would also say. 48 hours ago, this wasn't (laughs) – I mean, there was concern to be sure, but it seems like yesterday the dam broke. The dam broke. Day before that, on Tuesday, it, it, it was not like what we're facing now. You know, I'm glad now, you said that. I was talking to Gabe DeArmond, who runs the Missouri site. Gabe and I, I think, as you guys know, we're good friends. And we were talking, you know, Dan Wolken wrote that thing a day or two ago about canceling the NCAA tournament. And everybody was like, what? That's that's so extreme. And, and that, that seems like that was three months ago now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I remember when I was like, come on, dude, you know, step back just a second. But, you know, here we are 48 hours later. So, I mean, as far as, you know, 48 hours from now, I'm, I'm almost going to take it one day at a time. That's all we can do. But it, it's just these, these, the preliminary day for a few days here, as far as this goes, are, I think are what are really tough because we're having all this. It seems like every five minutes, something, some big factor in our lives has, has been canceled or suspended or, taking a turn for the worse. So uh, I think it's just all kind of hitting us all at once. If everything got canceled for the next year, what would you miss the most? The NFL draft. Yeah. I'm it's not favorite, surprised you said that. It's my favorite sporting event. Yeah. I don't Do know. I like, it's, it's, that's fun. I mean, I, I like that too. I think it's neat. For me, it's going to be Major League Baseball. That has just been such a part of the fabric of my life. I mean, I was a kid that I used to get up before school, even in elementary school, and go get the paper and look at the box scores and see who won. That has been so much of the background of my life for so long, ever since I was you know seven or eight years old, that that's going to be really 
hard for me to live without if it got to that point. I mean, again, yeah, keep everything about, in proper I, perspective, I think, but that's that's been so near and dear to my heart that if baseball season got canceled, that would just that would be heartbreaking. Well, and th- the other thing I think about is like uh, high school seniors in spring sports like baseball and softball who, you know, this is their chance. This is their senior. It's their last year, and maybe it's their last chance to showcase themselves. And what happens if these can- these seasons get canceled and never get that opportunity? You can't get it back. You know, they can't redshirt. No. and No. I had that conversation. I know a couple, a few reporters with the Hustler really like those guys. The Hustler, I think, as most people know, is Vanderbilt's student paper. Uh, Max Schneider, I've gotten to know Max, really like Max. He's a sharp dude and a good writer. And I just said to them, I said, look, I said, I feel bad for you guys because I remember college was the most fun four years of my life and how much I got out of it and the, the part of community and friendships and just learning things and you know, that was really hard for me to walk away from. I remember going to a fraternity thing we had. We had a formal, and we gave we all get to give up and give a senior speech. I remember when I was over, I just broke down in tears because I was coming to grips with losing something. And that's not like me, by the way. But coming to grips with losing something that had been such a fun ride and knowing I could never go back and do that again was hard. And I feel sorry for the kids in college who don't get to finish out their senior years in that kind of way and say their goodbyes and have their last spring formals and whatever else comes with the territory because that's just part of life you can never get back. Again, bigger tragedies in the world, but I do feel so badly for the people that are going to miss out on those experiences that you never forget. And uh, that's another part of this too that is a little deflating. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, I've only got a couple of minutes left, so uh, just a couple things uh, real quick, Chris. I saw where uh, uh, Moyer and Oton are in the transfer portal. And with that, let's do the mailbag, which is brought to you by Vanderbilt Fan and independent insurance agent Josh Minton of Brentwood. If you need home, auto, motorcycle, renters, landlord, life, or commercial insurance, Josh is the guy to contact Call him at 615-933-1979. Email him at josh at hqinsurance.com. Follow him at Facebook, or excuse me, on Facebook at J.D. Minton HQ. He is my insurance agent. Give him a try. I think you'll be pleased. VU Matt 23 asked about that and what you thought of the transfers, uh, Moyer and Yankovic. Um, You know, I mean, I know we need numbers now, but uh, I mean – the, neither one of those guys were really able to contribute. Uh, that's, I mean, I don't think it's going to make a big difference as far as uh, wins and losses for this basketball team. Hope they find a school that uh, that fits them and that they can showcase their abilities. It just didn't work out here. Uh, I guess my question that I have is: Is it just you know? I, I got to tell you, man, there's a blueprint. There, I think, uh, you know, if, if, if the right things were to happen, this could be a pretty competitive basketball team next year. Uh, but, you know, if, if we were to lose a couple more in, in, the, in that transfer portal and, or if Brown weren't to come back, I think it would definitely hurt this team and depth would be an issue once again. You just can't be in a position where you're playing multiple walk-ons on the court at the same time. You just can't. Not competing in, 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 in a conference like this. It's just you're never going to win that way. 
I never saw the skill set for Yankovic. I just didn't understand that one. Um, the, the whole spring recruiting, looking back on it now, you know, how they're out offering that kid a scholarship and not chasing uh, Matt Morrell or Randy Brady or even Keon Johnson, for that matter. They didn't kick the tires on him. And you know my opinion about him. I think that kid's got some issues, but I think with the right coaching, it could have been straightened out. It just, I look back, and that whole thing was bizarre. I feel bad for Matt Moyer. I've always kind of liked Matt. I've been really sorry for him that it never worked out better. I know he had foot issues and the shoulder issue. True. Probably wasn't going to work out anyway, but he's a well-liked kid. Yeah. Um, Matt, I think, really wanted to do well, and that might have been part of his problem. It's sometimes there's some of us that we can put too much pressure on ourselves. I think Matt is kind of wired that way. I always felt pretty terribly for Matt that it didn't go better, and I know that Matt took a ton of criticism. I know he didn't play well, but I, you hate to see that for a kid, especially one who's, I think, pretty well-meaning and, and, and I don't want to say sensitive. I don't know if it's the right word, but just a nice and decent kid. I hope that it goes well for him. I hope he finds a landing spot. Um, me too. And, and has a good ending to this. I, 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 that, that makes me feel bad. Just as an aside, and I guess this would have been a bigger storyline if they didn't get a bigger, a, a huge win against South Carolina to close the regular season. I thought not having a senior night was really crappy. I mean, in a minimum, you yeah. had John Jossel, who walked on. Was Everybody deserves a rite of passage like that. I mean, they always did that before they honored the managers. There was never any explanation on why they didn't have a senior night. You know, you could have honored Moyer in that setting because he's an academic senior, Cleavon Brown, if it doesn't work out. I just thought that was really crummy, and I didn't get that. Yeah, and did they, did they ever give a, a, a reason as to why? No. Okay, well, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I and that's one of those things that probably comes up at the press conference if that game goes differently, but it just didn't seem like it was – it wasn't the story at the time. They just won a big game, and – all the things that went with it and beat a pretty decent team. So it just kind of fell off the radar, but I think that would have gotten more talk had that game gone differently. Uh, TC Stevenson, I guess asked the question. We're all wondering, how do you survive the next few weeks now that sports are canceled? Mm, I'll let you know in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, I don't know. It, it's, 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 it's hard for me to fathom, but, uh, uh, to be continued, TC, I will have to answer that in two weeks. Right now, I don't know. My hope is it makes us kinder and more compassionate and that we find ways to bond together like we did after 9-11 and can overlook some of the petty stuff and, and just kind of get through all these things together and find some simple pleasures in life, slow down, maybe not be on social media as much, you know, maybe for me, spend more time with my kids and my wife and uh, be a little better about not being distracted with stuff. But I hope that there is a better nature of humanity. Tragedy tends to bind us together a lot of times. And I hope that in this somewhere that it does that at a time that this country really needs it. Hey, I do have I agree with everything you said. Uh, I do have one question, real quick though, from for baseball. Um, so, is the the college baseball season then is what it's done? 
Is that right? I don't think that's been determined. I think the World Series has been canceled. I think the next three weeks have been canceled. But I don't think the season has been canceled. But if you've got these young men who have been told to leave campus that have to go back to their homes in other parts of the country, how are they supposed to be there to play baseball? Well, I don't know that they've been gone, told to go home, but um, I I think that, I mean, I, I presume that means move off campus. I don't, I don't know. No, I mean, you know, you know, because because I think what is, is if I'm trying to get, cause there's so many things going on. Is it like online for the rest of the semester? Is that what it is? That's correct. In Nashville. Okay. So the rest of the semester, there's no on campus stuff. Okay. Correct. Um, They've canceled speakers. Yeah. I think sports may have been the last thing to get canceled. And that was really an sec thing and not a school thing. Right. So, I mean, all of a sudden these kids have to find a place to live. Right, yeah. right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know really how that, that's supposed to work. Uh, you know, especially, I mean, like, if, especially if your, your housing is paid for, you know, uh, through, through baseball. I mean, but now you've got to find an off campus apartment that costs $1,200. You, you, you may not have that. Where are you supposed to go if they won't let you stay on campus? I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know how that's supposed to work. Yeah. I have a lot of questions about that, too. Let me ask you one that just on this topic of baseball, how would you feel? And I hope, I hope to God they revisit this cancellation of the college world series, because there's just no reason to do it at this point. If you have to do it eventually, I think everybody knows you have to do it, but now it, it makes no sense. I mean, I guess it makes some sense. You have plans and leads up, lead up to things. And, but still, it doesn't seem to me like, we're at the point where that needs to be canceled. But anyway, how would you feel if, say, starting April 1st, they start playing ball again and they just go through what's left of the regular season and just end in the conference tournament? Would you rather have that or would you just rather scrap the whole thing? Well, I'd take that. I would too, but... I mean, because here's another opportunity. These players, you have a Major League Baseball draft in June. You know, they, yeah. I, I, I understand they know who the players are. I get all that, but, you know, it's called a breakout season. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's an opportunity here. And, you know, if you never did it, you know, if you're senior here, you know, this is your last chance to showcase yourself. Maybe now that's gone. You know, and if that's the case, how do you handle having a draft? Well, and what about the kid who knows he's not going pro? And this is the last baseball he'll ever be playing, and this time next he'll year he's in a play. cubicle somewhere. Yeah. Oh, man, this sucks. It's depressing. <laughs> it sucks, dude. But, you know, that, that's, and that's the thing, because this is usually the type of thing that can lift people out of that. You know, it's, well, I'm going to go home tonight, sit back, kick up, throw my feet up, and watch the game. You know, what am I going to do now? I'll kick them up and turn on the news and have them tell me how every how terrible everything is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finding a little this isn't really, but like this is this is just so depressing. And I usually like you, when I I'm think... having a when I'm having a day like this, you know what I do? 
Uh, eat a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Close. I get a thing of ice cream. That's like my, that's my pick me up. That's ice cream's my favorite thing in the world to eat. Uh, I think we've had this conversation. Oh. Well, I gave up sweets for Lent. So, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Maybe, maybe I would have rethought to, uh, that had I known this was coming. So, you may have to develop another, uh, another habit real quick. I know. Well, that's all I got, dude. I got to bounce. Hey, tell people where they can find your show, where they can find you online. Yeah, you can find me online at at Cheap Seats Bass, and you can listen to me on 101.5 FM in Jackson, Tennessee. Well, just as a bulletin to our audience, this is probably going to be the last podcast for about a week and a half. I might come back with a baseball one but again we are heading to florida i'm going to take some much needed time off that does not mean the end of the podcast that does not mean the end of the website i will pick back up in a couple weeks with something i will probably do some um maybe some where are they now i've had a barry goheen podcast i've wanted to do this gives me some Uh time so we we will do something we will make something of this but just to let folks know if they don't hear an episode for say, nine, ten days. Uh, that is what's going on. So, my friend, I appreciate you joining me today. Uh, you were, I'm glad you and I were able to do this together today because I think you were the right guy to talk through this situation with. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I enjoyed it as always. And hopefully next time we're doing one of these, it's about sports yeah. <laughs> as much as it possibly can be and things get back to normal. Yeah. Well, hope our audience out there is safe. Hope everyone is healthy. Um, say your prayers, hug your parents and your loved ones a little tighter tonight. Um, be a little nicer to your neighbors. And until we see you next time, thank you for listening to the Vain Sports Podcast.